and welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts with your hosts, me, Raylene, and me, it's Ariel. <laughs> hey guys, this is our last episode of 2019. Wow. We're doing a little wrap up. Here we are. Be- because uh, we want to finish off the year with, um, with a, a bang. Because, you know, we love a good wrap up here on uh, the podcast in the booktube land. Um, one thing before we get started, we just want to let you guys know that we are raising money to hire an intern. She is going <laughs> to help us get things out on time and uh, ease off our workload a little bit. Yeah. Because um, as you may not know, Ariel does a lot of editing and a lot of work for this podcast. <laughs> and um, she deserves a break. Ariel so. needs help. <laughs> yes. So if you would like to support us on Patreon, every dollar helps. Mm-hmm. And we are hoping to make that a goal for hopefully the next month or two in the new year. Maybe we can... Uh, Start fresh with an intern, and that would be really cool. Yeah, that so, would be really sick. Yes, we appreciate all of your support. So, yeah, visit uh, patreon.com forward slash books unbound. Heck yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> all right. So, we have set up a few different little categories of books we are going to talk about. Yeah. Um, let's just take it from the top. So, wait, before we do or, launch in, Raylene, okay, I fine, do fine. want to announce <laughs> that today is December 13th. Mm. And there is a very small possibility that either of us will finish a book that changes everything. Um, So, you know, follow us on Goodreads (laughs) just in case that happens. But Right. I always worry about doing things like this two weeks before the end of the year. It's like, but what if I read a new favorite? Okay. I saw someone literally post a video that was my, that was like their favorite books of 2019, the last week of November. And I was like, crazy. Um, what's happened? The year's not over yet? I was literally like, there's a month. You can read something amazing. <laughs> I was so worried. Right? Unless they just decided to stop reading for the last month. Yeah, which I guess is possible. Maybe they wanted to take a break. Or maybe they'll just read books that they know they won't like just to or get rid of them. Or it'll be all rereads. That's know. true. I, I guess it's a lot. You know what? I look crazy, at it but... and there's a lot of options. <laughs> um, yeah, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six different categories about books we read this year. What we liked, what uh, what was fun, and I think this is going to be a really fun way to end off our podcast. Um, before we dive in, I do want to just really take a moment to thank everyone for uh, being a part of the podcast community that we mm-hmm. have created here. We obviously launched this podcast this year, not that many months ago. Yeah, true. Um, it's still pretty new. It is still pretty new, but it was in this year, and I am just filled with so much enthusiasm for the podcast in 2020. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's going to be a sick old time. Absolutely. I'm so glad that we did this. Yeah, me too. started it. Just went for it. Yeah. So favorite bookish thing of 2020, the podcast. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Um, But let's start out. We usually start our episodes by talking about what we're currently reading. Today, Mm -hmm. let's talk about books we're rushing to finish before the end of the year. <laughs> totally. So I am currently not reading anything because I just finished um, Ocean Vuong's book yesterday in time for yeah. a podcast episode that we just recorded also. And so I'm like, what do I read next? I've got like two weeks yeah. to read a couple of books. So I'm yeah. trying to figure out how many books I could read first off. But the main ones that I have decided I want to read okay. are The Marrow Thieves, which I yes. talked about a couple episodes and ago. And you have to return to the library. Exactly. So that <laughs> will definitely be my next read. I'm planning on starting that one today. Um, and then I also have the second volume of that manga I talked about a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. Our Dreams at Dusk. I also just ha- got that out of the library, so I need to re- return that to the library. Um, oh, and the last one is also a library book. Suddenly oh, wow. all of my library books came in and I'm like, oh God, I guess this is what I'm reading. And that is um, One Day in December. I've definitely heard of it. 
Yeah, it's purple. It's got a yeah. bus on the front. Yeah, it's got a bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it's like a romance book, which I haven't read a romance book in a while, and I feel like December is the perfect time to read a light, fluffy romance. It and is. this one obviously takes place in December, so I feel like I have to read it right now. Yeah. So those are the three books that I'm hoping to read. If I manage to zip through all of those, I'm probably just going to read some of the manga I have on my shelf because I know I can read those fast. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Well, I have four books. Um, <laughs> two I have mentioned on the podcast, Sourdough. Mm-hmm. I still haven't finished. Uh-oh. Um, sad. Sad dough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sadder dough. It's just because a lot of my reading suddenly became um, very, like, project-oriented. So I had to I finish see. this for this, and I had to finish that for that. Mm-hmm. And, and so I just kind of stopped reading for fun. Um, but now all of my, like, work reading is done. So I am going to return to sour. Amazing. And the other one is Zen in the Art of Writing, which you remember oh, yeah. I put down to read Sourdough. So oh once I finish Sourdough, I'd like to go back and still finish Zen in the Art of Writing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two books, I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but actually, no, one of them I have, but A Good Man is Hard to Find. So that was a book that oh, yeah. earlier this year, my boyfriend and I started reading out loud to each other. So we were reading short stories and we didn't finish it. So basically mm-hmm. what happened was, uh, just so everyone knows my life again, I just should, <laughs> sure, I'll reveal it all here. Um, you know, we moved from Ontario to British Columbia in May and for a few months we didn't like we didn't have jobs. <laughs> right. Like, I guess I always have a job because I'm like online doing my stuff, but like it wasn't, I was kind of like trying to figure out the whole move and stuff. So during mm-hmm. that time was when we were reading together a lot, but then Connor got a full-time job. Yeah. So it kind Bye-bye. of like, we stopped reading it, but I really want to finish it before the end of the year because I just don't, I just feel like it was a 2019 book. It was, I don't want to go into the new year with it totally. on my shoulder. That makes sense. <laughs> um, and then the last book is The Year We Fell From Space. So that is an A.S. King book. Oh, right. That's that it's a middle grade book that she, when she writes middle grade books, she writes them under the name, her full name, Amy Sarig King. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious to finish that one. And it's middle grade, so I really just want to, like, I'm, like, literally two pages into it. Like, I I started it and then just didn't keep going, but I'm going to start it over, obviously. But, like, um, yeah, it's middle grade, so I feel like I should be able to read it fast. Totally. Oh, I just thought of two more books that I'm going to try and finish before the end of the year. What are they? (laughs) I started listening to the... (laughs) I was like, oh, God, there's more. I I started thinking about how I I never have... Yeah, I never have, like, tons of books on the go. Yeah. Like, I'm the type of person that I'm, like, I either... DNF the book or yeah. I finish like the book. Yeah. I usually like to have maybe only two going at the same I'm time. The, I'm actually the opposite. I've realized. Yeah, I, know, I, so I was just thinking have, like, you have so many. I always have like five things I'm in the yeah, middle of. Yeah, I don't of. like that. That stresses me out. But I, a few months ago, I listened to half of The Dead Zone by Stephen King. Oh, and yeah. I listened to like, it's a fairly long book and I listened to half of it like all in a couple of days because I was really into the cross-stitch I was doing. Yeah. And then I finished the cross-stitch and so I stopped listening to the audiobook for a few days and then I just lost interest in it. Right. But I do want to finish the book yeah. and i only have like six hours left so i think i might do that i think you I, could do that yeah yeah while you're yeah knitting. so i need to jump back in because that's the other thing is like it's a 2019 book i don't want to ha- i don't want to finish that some other time yeah it doesn't make any sense no nope, it's a 2019 um, book <laughs> right but then the last book that i want to talk about and hopefully finish or read is this book that i just bought yesterday so this also is like here's a haul yeah um it's called <laughs> Hate That Cat by Sharon Creech. Another cat book. Another cat book. Yeah, oh, I, I love the cover. Oh, yeah. It's super simple and 
cute and also it has a companion book called love that dog that i'm like now i should get that even though it's not a cat book i should get it because it goes mm. with it but sharon creech is um like a middle grade writer also i read one of her books when i was like 10 and they're all written in verse which is really fun oh, okay. and the font is like super huge yeah, so i could read this big. in probably about half an hour yeah. so this is one of those like last minute if i need to squeeze a book in i'm gonna read that because i haven't read any of my cat books that i've bought yet oh not yet <laughs> i mean you literally bought all of them in like a week so yeah, I'm going crazy. Those are the only books I've been buying lately. Yeah, no books. shade if you but haven't anyway, read them yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, we've got our... Uh, <laughs> Let's move on. We've got it set up, guys. We've got a lot to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to best book to TV, mood, uh, TV or movie adaptation that you read slash watched this year. Yes. I'm curious. You go first. Okay, so... I first thought of this category because I watched the Mr. Mercedes TV show Mm. this year and I watched both seasons that were out and I loved it. Oh, I also, I also read the whole trilogy, which is why I wanted to like jump into it. And it was so good. Like Mm. I love a good crazy serial killer type of story and that's what this is, but it also has some supernatural aspects later on, which you get to see in season two. Um but I just feel like it was such a good adaptation. Um Brendan Gleason, who plays Matt I Moody, is in this show and he is amazing. So I really loved him, but I just feel like I've never seen a TV show that was so accurate to the books. Well, like they changed some things, but the mood and the feeling of it was the exact same. Like, I feel like they really captured the books, which doesn't often happen. So I just thought that it was an amazing, amazing TV show. Um, My second one is a movie and it's not from a book I've read though. I just love this movie and that's how to train your dragon three. (laughs) (laughs) That movie was so good. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I never read those books because I think I'm too old to read them. Um, but the movies are just some of my favorite animated movies. I truly love I them love so that. much. And the third movie I want to mention is one that I forgot to go see. And that okay. is The Goldfinch. <laughs> Oops! <laughs> yeah, that's one that I am going to watch in the new year. Or if I can manage to squeeze it in before this year is over. I really want to watch The Goldfinch movie because I adore that book. That's so that, that so was just an honorable funny. mention. <laughs> What about you? I, lo- I love that. First of all, I love that so much. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, so I didn't think of this. You thought of this category. So I guess mm-hmm. I wasn't. I thought we had to read and watch the book. And to oh, I see. This I just kind of made it up. Yeah. Um, so I feel like maybe there are other ones that I could have mentioned. But. Oh, well. Regardless. Um, the one I chose. <laughs> I'm excited to see what this limitation made you pick. <laughs> this limitation made me pick New Moon. <laughs> oh my god. So I was like I was like, wow, I really can't think of a book to movie adaptation that, you know, truly blew me away. I was like, what did I read that I also watched oh this year? So I was like looking at all the books I read and the yeah. only book to movie adaptation that I watched this year was New Moon. Oh so it is God. by default my favorite book that's to movie so adaptation hilarious. of the year. <laughs> Holy shit, that's oh. funny. <laughs> um what I do want to say, my favorite movie of the year that is completely unrelated to books yeah, in any way is um, Shoplifters. So I'm sure no one's heard of this film because I saw it at a random movie theater in like, actually, it's not random at all. It's a TIFF Bell Box in, uh, in Toronto, which is like where the 
um, Toronto International Film Festival happens, mm. but it was like it's like this foreign Japanese film. Okay, and that's what I thought when you said it. The it is literally the greatest movie of all time. Oh my it, god! And I watched it on January seventh. I know because I was just <laughs> looking at my letterbox. Um, yeah. I watched it on January seventh, and nothing has beat it this entire year. Oh, like, amazing. like literally the first week of twenty the, of twenty nineteen, I watched this movie, and nothing has beat it. It was such a funny, beautiful, touching, sad, emotional film. It yeah. is um like subtitled because it's in I Japanese, but yeah. it is so beautiful. God, I just but like because it's Japanese, it's a foreign film it's like totally mm-hmm. random i know no one's gonna watch it and i'm that, i'm adding it to my letterbox right now i watch want to it watch it this makes me, it makes me so sad that more people haven't seen it i loved it so much i very much want to watch this yeah um, yeah everybody go follow me on letterboxd i love talking about movies I just like i like talking i about follow books. you on letterboxd what i follow you oh that's rude of me that's so rude i follow <laughs> you and your, your whole uh, family <laughs> that's so funny it's just my name Raylene LeMay, let me yep. find you. I mean, people don't need to know that I'm typing you in right now. I also <laughs> this is important your, stuff. I spelled your name wrong. I typed Raylearn. <laughs> at least it wasn't Radine, which is what they spelled my name as at the bowling alley when we went bowling a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. I'm following you now. I'm following cool. you now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let It Snow. Certainly was not one of my favorite <laughs> Let It Snow was the last movie I watched, and it was not Yoshi. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That was the worst movie uh, book-to-movie adaptation I watched this that's year. That's so for sure. funny. Um, oh, all right. Let's jump into... What do you want... What category do you want to do next? Um, Let's say favorite books for the end. Okay. So, let's see. Okay, which mashed potato books did you conquer this year? I love this question. Um, I was so excited. I was like, yeah, I think I, I think you thought of this one, actually. And I yeah. was like, this is genius. Um, okay, so I have two. One, a small conqueror. I, the second, a massive. So, the okay. first one is My Year of Rest and Relaxation. So, yeah. I think I bought that book last year. Mm-hmm. But it was the kind of book that I was so excited about that I wanted to read it, like, the moment I bought it. But I just yeah. didn't. Because because I'm not into that practice. One day, yep. one day I'll retrain myself. I know. I wish I could be like that so badly. God. And we know there's people out there because Olivia apparently does that. <laughs> oh, I know. She's a goddess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But so I was just really excited that I actually read it this year and it's, I really enjoyed it. So that was really cool. But the other mm. one, this is like huge, 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 huge. The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret oh, yeah. Atwood. I see. So yeah. excited. So basically, um, I... I'm Canadian. <laughs> Basically, that's the truth. <laughs> and she is the biggest Canadian author. And I had not read anything by her. So in mm. university, I had to read an essay by her called On Survival. And it was an interesting essay, whatever. But, you know, it, I hadn't read anything by her. Yeah. And I have owned I Had Made Sale for a while. And I just hadn't, I just hadn't read it. And then this year, I got to meet uh, Margaret Atwood which was crazy. Mm, and because right. of that, I was like, well, I better read The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably a good so idea. So I read The Handmaid's Tale and I read The Testaments and um, yeah, I, I, I did it. I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one for sure. I can imagine if you, because that's not a new book. It's been around for a while and I feel like yeah, as soon the... as you became an adult and felt like that was a book you could read, you were probably thinking about reading it. Yeah. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> what about oh, you? Well, I... I also conquered two mashed potato books this year, and they were both pretty big ones. Okay. Um, both one literally, and the other one just because of how old it is. Okay. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about is The Stand by Stephen King. Ooh, okay, that one's huge. That book is 
enormous. Also, this one goes way back. I, um, when I was maybe 14 or 15, I was at Costco with my mom once and they had a whole bunch of Stephen King. Yeah. Thank you. You always tell tales, but it's my turn to tell a tale. (laughs) Back, back in the the day when I was at Costco. Um, so they had a whole bunch of Stephen King's classic novels, um, in pocketbook format, the worst format for books. I I hate that. Um, but they were there and I thought they looked so cool. My mom always used to tell me that my aunt loved Stephen King when she was like a teenager as well. And so I was like, you know what? I could be cool like that. I could read Stephen King. Mm. And so I, I got my mom to buy me Carrie and The Stand. Okay. And then I read Carrie. That was my first Stephen King book. I read it when I was 14 or 15. And I was like, okay, cool. I've started Stephen King. But then I never read The Stand. Oh my God. I was like, this book is too big. It's I don't want to read it. It's literally been 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Like it's been forever. So that book, I don't still have that same copy. Like I got rid of it because I was like, I'm never going to read it. But then I got a nicer copy and it's been on my shelf for, you know, a few years. I finally read it. I'm I read the book. So proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was because I just decided I'm like, you know what? I know it's going to take me a month to read it. Yeah. But I'm just going to do it anyway. You just have to make that decision yep. when you're reading a that's huge it. book. You just got to start. Just to, yeah, you just have to accept the fact that you're not going to read ten books that month. Like that's just right. how it is. Yeah. So I conquered that one. The second one I conquered was Dracula by Bram oh, Stoker. Yes. That's very cool, actually. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because last year I read Frankenstein, and I always put them together in my mind, even though they're not the same at all. Um, And I wanted to read both of them in October last year, and I didn't read it last year. But this year I finally did. And Dracula is kind of a thick book also. Like, that one's much bigger than Frankenstein. It is really big. So it's also kind of... um, scary yeah but yeah i i finally conquered it and it was a pretty great book it was funnier than i thought it would be it was very interesting i had no idea it was going to be written the way it was written and Mm. it was just a very interesting book i love that that one's very similar to my handmaid's tale situation yeah exactly it's a classic it's been around for so long and it's one of those books that has been on my goodreads for the longest yeah if you look back to when things were added like i got goodreads in 2010 Mm. i added all the books i had read like the hunger games and harry potter and all the books that i wanted to read and most of them begin ones are classics and so a couple years ago i knocked off the war of the worlds that was my oldest book but now dracula was my oldest one and i got rid of it so. i love that i'm proud yeah. of you man I'm thank really you proud it was a good you. year but the thing is that's only two books in the whole year i, I know feel like we can do better than i that. know i know it's funny that's too though embarrassing like before we had this whole concept of mashed potato books um mm-hmm. i don't know what genius said it uh but uh, <laughs> um <laughs> before yeah. we had it like i obviously knew that i had two like two read books that i've had for a long time but now that they like i have this kind of identity for them i want to conquer them more me too so, i'm i'm so ready to attack them we'll in see. january <laughs> yeah we'll see what happens next year yeah. um but next i mean we should go into our newest mashed potato book so books we meant to read this year but we didn't they are oh. now they have the status of mashed potato books yeah <laughs> this one is a dark subject for me <laughs> <laughs> Because they have been mashed potato books for longer than just this year. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what makes me sad. <laughs> okay. Well, I kind of chose what I chose. I chose two books, but they're both <sighs> releases that came out this year. And I oh. told myself I would read and oh, I God. didn't. Okay. The first one is The Starless Sea. Mm, it was mm-hmm. like literally my most anticipated book of the year. I was yeah. so excited to read it. And what happened was that I read the the prologue and i didn't yeah. like it 
<laughs> and I was like, no, Ariel, you should still read it. And I was like, well, I'll just start this other book instead. <laughs> yeah. And that's the that's the downfall. And so now I haven't read it. And now I'm kind of scared about it. <laughs> and then well, yeah, also knowing that like I didn't yeah, love it and couldn't get into it. Exactly. It's got to be a scary thing. It is. It is scary, really. And it is scary. I feel fear <laughs> in my heart. Um, so, yeah. So that one is a big, a big disappointment for me. <laughs> um, and the second one. I literally wrote it in all caps. None of the other books that I write in all caps. I wrote it in all caps because I'm so, like, disgusted by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't read Dig by A.S. King. Oh, no! <laughs> and I'm so mad at myself. And we were, we've been talking about that for at least a year. Like, I remember you telling me it was coming out and you, like, had an arc. You were gonna read it I and we know. were both gonna go buy it when it came out. Oh, I sure didn't do that. I know. I'm... Oh, that's bad. I've been waiting for a new A.S. King book. I've been so excited. <laughs> Finally got announced. I got my hands on a copy. I was so excited. I posted Instagram photos and... Nothing. And what you guys listening don't know is that Ariel has her head in her hand. She's <laughs> literally so I broken know. down by this. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you were so I sad. Just, just I, just, I was I was in a dark place. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man, uh, make me feel supported here, Aileen. What did you not finish this year, or not okay. even start this year? Okay, so. Um, mine have been on my shelf for a while now. I have three. Okay. Um, and these are books that I really, really, really want to conquer in the next year. Like I actually am going to do it. And I believe the first in you. one is The Secret History by Donna Tart. Oh, I feel yeah. that to me doesn't feel like a mashed potato book yet, but it's about uh, to because like you need I, a little more time for it. To I grow. started <laughs> reading that I think in January, and I got like fifty pages in, and I was like, mm. "This book is so good. I think this could be a new favorite." And right? then I just moved, and I didn't finish it. Oh, that's so. sad. Yeah. yeah I a little while ago was just like trying to figure out what book I wanted to read and I had three and I was like I'm gonna read the first page of all three and I read the first page of the secret history and I was like oh shit this book is good like yeah. after only reading one page I was like yeah. I am gonna like this like yeah. I feel connected to it but then I just like it wasn't the right moment so I didn't read it but I'm definitely gonna read it soon um the second one is Americana by oh, Chima yeah. Manda Ngozi Adichie that yep. one I've been meaning to read it ever since Max told me to read it many years ago. Yeah. I will read it. I will read it. Um, <laughs> that's another one. I started in like 2014 or 2015. I read the first like 20 pages and I was like, this is so good. But then I just forgot to keep reading Tragedy. it. Um, and the final one is another massive book. And that is 1Q84 by oh, Haruki Murakami. Oh, very interesting. Yes. And I read a different Murakami book last year, I think, and was like, okay, that was fine. But then I also read what I talk about when I talk about running and that book is incredible. So I really, really love his writing. It just depends on the book. book. So I'm really (laughs) excited to get into that one. And I have the edition that's broken down into three volumes. So I kind of like that. I can read just like one book at a time. It feels like three books. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm reading a thick book, I don't know if you have this, but sometimes I just wish that it was broken down into a couple of smaller books. I've totally thought that because it's uncomfortable to hold. (laughs) Exactly. It's mostly just that it's so big and I don't want to hurt the book and I don't want to hurt my hands. Yeah. Um, um, so I'm really excited to read a book like that finally because I've been every single time I read a big book I'm like why are you so big? <laughs> so yeah. actually on this topic yeah. um I'm going to be doing a big books challenge next year right that I have invented for myself basically yeah. um in an attempt to end a fear. <laughs> I have for years and years been scared of big books like literally scared of them. I I just I go to 
pick it up and I get intimidated. I feel waves of pain. The fight or f- the fight or flight response <laughs> just kicks in. I'm just like bail, bail, bail. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. They freak me out. I'm like it's gonna take me so long. What if I don't like it? What if I'm like 300 pages in and I'm like hating it and I still have another yeah. 300 pages to go? And I'm like Ariel, you have got to conquer this fear <laughs> because yeah, you can get over it. because there are actually a lot of really big books that I really want to read and so I have not yet made the official list of uh books and I also don't know if I want to do four or six so either I'm gonna do one every quarter or every two months I'm not sure yet um but I'm gonna make a video on my channel right at the beginning of January being Mm -hmm. like this is my challenge I'm gonna do it if you want to join you can if you don't want to you don't have to but one of the books I'm really thinking about doing is iq84 so ah. because i love Hurakami so much and um i said Hurakami, murakami, murakami. <laughs> <laughs> you just combined his names yep, together I did. um i love him like i the what we talk about when we talk about running is my like one of my favorite books so and good. so i would be very interested to read iq84 um another one of the books i'm thinking about doing is dune i'm kind of nervous about that one but it's my like one of my boyfriend's favorite books and the Mm -hmm. movie's coming out next year so that would be like with and it's like a huge cast like a massive budget oh yeah that book is crazy i read like a hundred pages and gave up on it this year that was one of my books that i was like i can't yeah so i'm I'm interested to see what you think if you do i'm thinking about like a the frida biography the main one that i'm like it's like the biggest biography like i'm not biggest as in terms of size but like as in terms of reputation mm-hmm. um but like yeah i've got all these books that i'm thinking about doing uh and i will i will try <laughs> we'll see i'm what definitely happens. gonna join you in that challenge because i also have tons of massive books mostly fantasy books and i'm like i love fantasy but i never read it because they're so big yeah um, yeah but i love it every time i'm in it so yeah I like definitely game join of in. thrones is a perfect example for you like those books are so big and you reread them this year and love them so much exactly i actually need to finish the game of thrones series or catch up rather yeah. i still haven't read book five but that's that's one of my mashed potato books for this <laughs> next coming year also um all right, what are your most anticipated books of 2019? So for this one, uh, sorry, 2020. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I was like, uh... <laughs> Ariel is confused. Um, <laughs> I am also going to be making a video about this, so I don't want to reveal them all. Sure. But I'm going to reveal a few of the ones I'm really excited about. You go cool. first. And also, um. When we were just starting recording, I realized that I had forgotten to fill out this section. Oh, so okay. while we were recording, I thought of one book. I only have one that I've thought of. It's funny, as I've grown older, I have less books that I'm yep. like, looking forward to. Exact same. Um, exact because same. there's I'm not interested in YA anymore. And I'm like, I don't know which books are coming out. I feel like with adult fiction, it's like there's less hype surrounding like the build up to a new book. And it's kind of there's, just like, here it is. There's more um, hype when it comes out as opposed to the pre-ordering. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And actually, I just thought of a second one. So we're all good. Perfect. Um, so <laughs> the first one I'm very excited for is The Glass Hotel by Emily oh, St. John Mandel. And I will send you my copy, As we my all friend. know, I love Station Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> that's one that I'm very excited for. I'm jealous that you have a copy. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's one that I'm really looking forward to. And the second one I'm looking forward to is, and I'm probably going to butcher the title because I don't remember, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes or whatever it's called by um, Suzanne Collins, the new Hunger Game prequel. I am very excited for that I am also very excited. But that, you know what? That might, isn't it like 600 pages? I hope so. Actually, that could be one of our big books. That could be one of the big It's going to be massive. I looked at the page count once and was like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) That is not going to fit the the aesthetic of the other books. (laughs) Maybe they should do a, a, a version that's split up. 
Um, <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, I've heard that it's real big. But I'm also really excited about that. It's been a very long time since I was in that Hunger Games feeling. And right, world. and I wonder if it'll feel like a Hunger Games book. Like, I wonder if it'll mm. still have that same teen vibe to it yeah. or if it'll be more adult. I'm yeah. so curious. I'm also wondering if it'll be taller than the other books. Like, will it be an adult book or will it yeah. be the same? I uh, we just don't know. I'm very curious about the height, really. Right? Because all of the teens the have grown up, so I feel like it's got a different audience than the first books yeah. had. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's, it's so the same true. people, but we're older now. <laughs> yeah. I, um, we obviously, I say obviously, we don't do a good job of promoting it. Raylene and I do um, a, a thing called Forks Farm where we play Stardew Valley. And while we're streaming it, we discuss like a couple chapters of Twilight. And um, yeah, we're about to finish because we, we finished a clip. So we're moving on to Breaking Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been so fun to like reread the whole Twilight saga with you because we both yes. read them as teens and like really loved them as teenagers. And so it's like very nostalgic, but also we're like like looking at it like what the hell <laughs> yeah like we're looking at it with a totally new lens yeah now. <laughs> so Raylene and I are also planning on rereading the Hunger Games trilogy next year mm-hmm. and um I think that's gonna be so fun like I just think I it's think gonna, so I'm very interested and I'm glad we're gonna do it before the book come the new book comes out because yeah, I, I think want we do it. yeah I want to be like fresh on the world because it's been a long time since I like was really in that yeah me too it's been at least like five years probably. yeah well, my, I have three books I wanted to mention. Um, okay. The first one, and the only one that I would read if I could only read one book next year, is <laughs> A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor oh, by Hank yes. Green. It is the I'm sequel to An Absolutely Remarkable Thing, which was my favorite book last year when I read it. I am crazy about that book. <laughs> and when it was announced, that book was not said to be the first in a duology. It was just supposed to be a standalone. And mm-hmm. I finished the book and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 yeah the ending and, is crazy and so i like went and i looked around and um found out that it's gonna be a duology like he just announced it and i was like thank mm-hmm. jesus <laughs> so yeah now um i'm so excited for the sequel and he announced on twitter i forget like i think it's coming out like in june or something so mm. i can't wait i literally can't wait um, yeah that one is gonna be so cool so that i'm really excited about because obviously i have so much uh investment in the first book but mm-hmm. this next book I'm really excited about, but I know nothing about it because it's the author's first book. And it's called Axiom's End by oh. Lindsay Ellis. So Lindsay Ellis is a YouTuber who does really amazing videos. One time, one person tweeted me and said, my favorite YouTubers are Lindsay Ellis and Ariel Bissett. And I was, oh I was so touched. I was like, <laughs> I am not on the level of Lindsay Ellis, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, yeah, she makes video essays about like movies and they're so interesting. She does a lot of deconstruction of like Disney and oh, that's cool. um, a lot of different movies. And she's just really, really, really clever and smart and interesting. And I just find her really fascinating. And she announced that she has this like high sci-fi book coming oh, out. Cool. And I'm just like, I am so there for it. So yeah. <laughs> I, again, I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't that's really super know. Fun. I love about, being but... able to look forward to a debut. Yeah. It's like, it sounds interesting yeah. or it's by a person that you enjoy. And I think that that is exciting. Yeah. Very cool. Um, but the final one, it I just found out is coming out and I got so excited. I literally found out like three days ago. It's yeah. called Again, Again by E. Lockhart. Right. So I really love E. Lockhart. Fly on the wall. We were, <laughs> we were liars. Um, and I've read a couple of her other ones 
the I didn't really like Genuine Fraud, which just came out. It just like was not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one, what is it? The Frankie Lando Banks one. I forgot the name of that book, but like that one, I like that one. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, some of her books I've like obviously love. So yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's it's a love story, and both of the characters have dogs. I don't know what's going <laughs> to happen. <laughs> that sounds so good. I haven't like been super excited for a YA book in a while, so I'm very excited. But that's that. always nice. All right, it's time for the final category. The moment we've all been waiting for. Oh my god. Raylene, what were your favorite books of 2019? Okay, so these are, I think, the only books I gave five stars this year. Oh, okay. I, really I did a quick look through what yeah. I read in 2019, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure these were the only ones. Um, not including a couple of comics that I, I won't mention. Yeah. Whatever. You can always check out my Goodreads if you want to know them all. Um, but yes, this is my top four. I have four books that I loved this year. I'm ready. Um, The first one I've already talked about a bit, and that is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Mm, Hugo. mm -hmm, That mm -hmm. book shook me up. I love that. And feel so many things. And it was, what I love about this one, and actually a couple of the books on this list, actually, oh my God, three of the books on this list are things that I wouldn't have normally read that I just happened Mm. to pick up. This one being because it's historical fiction. Right. do not like historical fiction typically. Yeah. So I would not normally have picked this up, but I picked it up because of the hype and I'm glad I did. Second book is The Kiss Quotient by Helen Holmes. I love that. I love that a romance got into your list. A romance <laughs> book. I don't read romance. Um, it, yeah, this year I feel like it was really like a shift in my reading and like I've discovered new things that I didn't think I, I would that. like before. I, I think that's so cool. So yeah, it's really, really nice. I just turned 25. I feel like this is a good time to have a transformational reading experience. I feel you. Yeah, so that one was just so good. The next one is also kind of a romance book, and that is The Time Traveler's Wife. That one. Wait, you read that this year? Yeah, I read it in February. In February, I wanted to read romance books. So I read, I'm pretty sure I read The Kiss Quotient and The Time Traveler's Wife way back in February. Wow, good month. Yeah, isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, you know what? This is romance month and I'm just going to embrace it. Remember you recommended it on an episode a couple weeks ago or something? Mm -hmm. I thought you'd read it a while ago. I didn't realize you read it this year. It's fresh. The last book that I loved this year was, I think, one that came out this year. And that is Miracle Creek by Angie Kim. I've never even heard of it. Wait, does it have like a very simple font on a moody background? Yeah, the background is like um, trees and it's very dark and it has like kind of like sparkly. Yes, okay, I've seen the cover, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, this book, as soon as I heard about it, I was like, I need to read this book because I read both of Celeste Ng's books in the past Mm. couple of years and Mm -hmm. I've been wanting something similar to her books and this book is the first thing i've encountered that is anywhere near celeste ing in terms of like the type of plot she goes for the writing um this one is so interesting and it's like a mystery and a family drama all rolled into one and it's about a korean american family and i love all of that those aspects of it oh it was just so good it's a courtroom drama also which oh. i really really okay love. yeah so I... like what what's the like catalyst of the story like what what makes it a story yeah well basically the the main family are these uh, it's a korean family and they have this business where it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like they have this business that is a thing that people can go into. It's like this submarine thing where people mm-hmm. go in and it's basically a treatment for multiple different things. Yeah. Um, so it could be like for people with autism, it can help them, um, you know, with their symptoms and other a bunch of other different things it can help with. And mm. so a bunch of people go into this and 
then there's an explosion that kills two people mm. um, within it. Cause there's like, people are hooked up to oxygen tanks when they're in there. It's like an oxygen um, treatment. And so basically that's the catalyst for the story is p- two people get killed and <sighs> everybody is pulled into question of who did it. Like, was it on purpose? Was it an accident? Um, and all this stuff. So it's, uh, a criminal novel That's basically because so yeah so it's all about the court case and you get to see flashbacks to what happened and what people are lying about things and so it's one of those twisty turny kind of um stories but it's oh, has such an interesting base to it similar to celeste angle you've read little fires everywhere right yeah yeah i feel like it's most similar to that one in terms of the plot because it's like people questioning each other and getting mad at each other and (laughs) you know all that stuff and i love that i love that so i highly highly recommend this book yeah dang your favorite well yeah i love i actually really love watching and listening to people's like favorite books of the year list so very cool that i just i'm still amazed that two of the books on your list are romances i love it i love it um well i was shocked when I looked at the books I read this year to okay. discover that I only gave one book five stars. I mean, it's not surprising. I barely scraped by four. <laughs> but like, a lot. I don't know. Wow. I just, this has never happened to me before. Like usually I like, have a couple of books where I'm like, wow, that was truly phenomenal. But this year yeah. it really wasn't. Um, and the book that I gave five stars to was Sheets by Brenna Thumler. Oh, yeah. So it's that graphic novel I talked about a lot, and I really, really, really love it. It's about a girl who works at a laundromat. Her family lives above the laundromat. They own it. And um, it's about a ghost named Wendell. (laughs) He's so cute. Um, (laughs) Who is, like, the ghost of a little boy, but he just looks like one of those ghosts that's, like, a sheet with two holes for eyes kind of ghost. And um, he escapes the ghost world and finds the laundromat, and he's attracted to it because there's you know sheets there <laughs> and so, <laughs> so um yeah it's about their friendship but it's also about i don't know I, I guess it's a little bit about like being resilient um and being sad i don't know it's so beautiful <laughs> and i loved it so much and every moment i spent with that book was a happy moment you know oh, um that's so good actually i just remembered the sequel to it comes out next year a so sequel. so that's something i'm very excited about um Amazing. it doesn't need a sequel so when it when they announced that there was going to be a sequel i was mm-hmm. like not i was like surprised i was like oh i didn't think that it would need a se- it doesn't need one but i'm excited yeah. that there is one because i'd really like to i'd really like to spend more time with wendell um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then the second book is laura dean keeps breaking up with me oh, by miriko yeah. tamaki so i think it's again it's really interesting because like b- none of these are novels right there's, the graphic novels are what you connect yeah, to there's three books and none of them are novels um these two graphic novels i just loved them and like i said the time that i spent with them was truly joyous and happy time and it's funny because mm-hmm. you were there the whole time i read laura yes. dean <laughs> and um we read it during the reading rush which is a readathon that we run every summer and we like <laughs> Uh, we did one of the challenges was to read a book in the same setting the whole time <laughs> yeah. that you read it so me and Raylene went out to a bench like or like a a picnic table um at a school because it was summer mm-hmm. there wasn't any students there and so we were just sitting there reading and then we had to go like two or three days for me to finish that book yeah because we kept having and, to go do stuff <laughs> yeah and so we went and like every time I sat down I was so excited to dive back in and I was so like into it I was like I fucking hate Laura Dean and <laughs> I like was person. so angry and like, <laughs> like I just felt so much passion um and I loved the art 
Ah, mm-hmm. I love the art. So yeah, yep. I love that book. And then the final one, I don't know what the hell's going on. This is such a weird, it was, it honestly was a really weird reading year. The third yeah. one is Blue Horses by Mary Oliver, which is a poetry collection. Not a single novel on this list. I don't know That's what so happened. Funny. I just didn't read that many, like, I didn't read many novels that, like, I really was like, wow. This yeah, I read a lot of me. novels that I didn't connect to this year also. Yeah. Like, these, the four that I mentioned were, like, the best ones, yeah. and the rest were kind of like, hmm. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so, Blue Horses, I picked, I we talked about poetry two episodes ago, but um, Blue Horses was a collection I picked up because Mary Oliver passed away this year, and mm-hmm. I'd, I'd always heard of her, and I'd meant to pick her up, but because she passed away, I was like, everyone was posting her poetry on Instagram. And I was like, wow, these are really good. I should check her out. So I went and I didn't know where to start because she has a lot of collections. Out. And so I just yeah. randomly picked blue horses because I like the cover. So I bought it and I read it and I loved it. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. And I also have really fond new memories of it because I read it back in January and I read it when I first started dating Connor. And yeah. so I like would show him my favorite ones and would read it while he was in class and stuff. So I just have fond memories of that book at that oh, time. That's nice. Um, I also had pink hair at the time, which I should do again. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, let's take you, take you back to that time. <laughs> um, yeah, so those are my favorite books. And I'm like really surprised at the list when I put them together before the podcast. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> right? Like I hadn't thought about it at all until we decided to do this. Like what were my favorite books? Like I hadn't made that decision yet. Yeah. And I was like, oh interesting picks. I, two romances that's crazy it's insane i mean and evelyn hugo is kind of a romance too so it's like it is yeah you're right who the hell um, am I? <laughs> who have i become yeah um, I'm changing. <laughs> so i wanted to ask you one question before we leave so okay. you know that i start every year by reading a reread i mm. i started this tradition a couple years ago honestly now yeah. it's like five years ago because i missed rereading books and rereading books used to be so important to me it used to be such a big part of my reading life and yeah and as kind of a tribute to that and as a way to like ensure that the first book i read is a book i love i decided yeah. to reread books at the beginning of the year and you did that this year right i did which, yeah. which book did you reread everybody sees the end right right um, yeah. So I was wondering if you're thinking about doing that again this year or if you've already picked what the first book you want to read is. I actually haven't picked. Okay. I'm too focused on like trying to read a few more books before yeah. the year ends. Yeah, I feel you. Um, but I definitely would like to do that. I was thinking I want to either like start with a mashed potato book or yeah. start with a reread. Yeah. Because I haven't reread a book in a while. I mean, I re- reread The Book Thief like a month ago, but... Um, I've been meaning to reread The Great Gatsby for a long time. Oh my so god. I think I might start with that, The Great Gatsby. I feel like that would be such a good start to the year. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. I love that's, that. That's where I'm leaning right now. What about you? I'm thinking of either starting with Why We Broke Up by Daniel Handler. Because <gasps> yes. I just, mm, I, I like I really loved it when I first read it, but now it's been so long that I completely forget it. And I think it would be like reading it over. And like yeah. I mentioned, I, I went through a breakup um, at the end of last year that really messed me up. And I'm <laughs> it scarred me, guys. And I, uh, I just think now when I read about breakups, it means so much more to me. So I think like, yeah, that would be really, yeah, sure. I think that would be really cool. But I'm also thinking about starting with an absolutely remarkable thing. Because yeah. obviously the sequel comes out next year, so I want to reread it next year, anyways. But I just miss it, and I loved it, and I think it would be really fun to reread it. And um, it has a lot of similarities to the book I'm writing, and so I feel like that mm. would be um, 
fun to like use as inspiration for my novel right off the bat but yeah i haven't decided yet we'll find out we'll see (laughs) right we'll see what happens in the new year because anything can happen at this point that's so funny well that brings us to the end of this wrap up and so much to the end of 2019 (laughs) yeah this is the end in the new year we will begin fresh with some uh what's the opposite of a wrap up yeah, like, with an, we'll op- have, with we'll an opening. We'll maybe have something that's a, an opening to the year. <laughs> a wrap o- open. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys later. Thanks so much to everyone, once again, who has been supporting us mm-hmm. on Patreon and just sharing us on Instagram. Yeah. Like, all Every little bit counts. Your guys' love really means so much to us. Mm-hmm. Every time I see someone giving us a shout out on Instagram, yeah. I'm like, yes. Oh, like <laughs> it makes me it feel so good. I love the sense of community that we have harbored here it feels so good yeah um i feel like i have friends and it's nice (laughs) um but yeah that that's it for us we are signing off on 2019 wow fancy bye guys bye guys (laughs) later